is a Bramble Jam podcast. I'm Bran, and I love Hallmark New Year New Movie Movies. Hey, it's Panda, and I like New Year New Movie 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 Movies. I'm Dan, and I despise New Year New Movies, and this is the Deck the Hallmark podcast. Deck the Hallmark! Nailed it. We nailed it. Dan, you made so a face. Good. You made a face when I did my intro, as if you know. Uh, it, it was, it was loud. It was very, very loud and tinny in my ears. We're not used to this. This is that old technology where we're doing the virtual thing, and it was very loud. I don't know how it's going to play. I know we got some reviews complaining about the yelling. I don't agree with those reviews. Having said that, that was too loud. What you did was too loud. I don't know about Panda. Was it loud for you? Hey, hey guys, I'm here. How's everyone? <laughs> uh, no, I it was fine for me, uh, Dan. I have uh, my headphones incorrectly, like yeah, a like so a gentleman. So you're telling me that my headphones are not incorrectly is what you're saying. That, that's I think that's the larger problem here. What way could he incorrectly put his headphones in that would cause it to be louder? <laughs> that's right. To, uh, uh, if you if you if you put it in the wrong, uh, the the angle of the canal. It just it's too much. The angle it's a, of the canal. Yeah, it's a it canal angle. Time. It's yeah. a canal angle situation. You know the it's ones. The you get it. Wrong. You know. Um, we are uh, recording remotely again uh, this week. Uh, at least today. I don't know what the rest of the week holds. Who knows? Who you never know from day to day. I do know this. We've gotten a lot of people very uh, concerned, rightly concerned and saying, please hope you're that you're safe and healthy. And we are all safe and healthy. I just want to make that abundantly clear. Uh, we're all safe and healthy. We're just being cautious. Like I believe the world should should be cautious. I like so how that, when, we, when we uh, go above and beyond for safety, people are like, something's wrong. That's right. <laughs> that's something's right. wrong. These guys would uh, never. We would never. And that's fair. We do uh, work with Rick Dilby. And uh, really, he is to blame for all of this, our good friend Rick. Rick, how are you? Hashtag hoax. It's a hoax. <laughs> I've got a couple of YouTube vids I need to show you. Um, Plandemic, you heard of that one? It's a good one. <laughs> Dude, do you guys remember the pandemic time? Oh, oh worst. Uh, yeah. Everybody uh, thought they knew what was going on for a half a second there. <laughs> Oh man! Um, if you thought that, uh, never mind. Let's just keep going. Um, I got more. You sure you don't want to talk more? Okay. Give me one. Give me one more. Give me one more. Uh, Sugar Ray breaks the hoax down. Really, Sugar Mark Ray. McGrath, Mark McGrath is an anti-vaxer. He's an anti-vaxer. I don't know what to tell you. That's why he's so great. And he, in his Hawaiian shirt, breaks down all the different ways why this is a hoax. I found uh, it compelling. Very compelling. <laughs> Why before, can't we fire him? Before Sugar Ray uh, sues us for defamation, I just, it's a bit, Sugar Ray. <laughs> it's a bit. We know you guys are great. Or maybe you're oh, not. Yeah. I don't know. I actually, <laughs> believe it or not, I have not done my research on what? Sugar Ray uh, COVID beliefs. Mm. So that's, that's on me. That's yeah. on me. Regardless, um, the three of us all don't think it's a hoax. We think it's very serious and we're taking it seriously. And we encourage you to do the same. That's right. That's why I'm recording in my bathroom today. Yeah, it's a good setup. Uh, it's a great setup. It's a great setup. And, and Panda, you are in your car. Mm-hmm. I'm in my car at the uh, at the Walmart in Traveler's Rest, in the farthest spot you can possibly get. So now, we was, usually here in in America, we just say the furthest spot. We don't say forest. No, farthest, we don't, no it's the farthest one. I thought well, you I, said 
I thought you said forest, like F-A-R-R-E-S-T. No, 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 Dan. Okay, then you're good. Your headphones are wrong. Yeah, my headphones are It's the canal. Panda, why didn't you just, I know you had to go out to your car to record. Why didn't you just sit in your driveway? Why did you drive to Walmart? Because we have the septic guy coming. You didn't want to hear the septic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't want that's. There's going to be loud noises. There's nothing. There's nothing soft about septic. You know what I mean? No, never, never has been, never will be. This is our best opening ever. It's our best opening ever, guys. We're talking about two for the win today. Mm -hmm. Uh, Trevor Donovan skiing, which he can do. He's a pro skier. He's a pro skier, and we get to see some of that, which I'm very excited to talk about. You guys ready to dive in? Yeah, yeah, ready. Uh, Two for the win originally aired on January sixteenth, twenty twenty one. And it would have been something like this. Justin is an award-winning skier who is out for an injury. He hurt something, hurt his knee, and he's been out since uh, since the race where he hurt it. Um, he's going back to his home to rehab on the slopes where he first learned to ski. Uh, he gets on the slopes and bumps into a skier. He knows her. It's Kayla. They have a past. Let's see what happens. Uh, his coach quits on him. And when his manager sees Kayla giving good tips, she says, you seem like you would be a coach. You want to coach him? And she says, I don't think it's a good idea, but I got nothing else to do. So why not? Um, she's off to a great start when she makes him ski with a bunch of kids and do yoga. Uh, he doesn't know how any of this is going to help him, but he's uh, along for the ride, just complaining every step of the way. Um, then uh, they start to talk more. They start hanging out more. They start reconnecting connecting and we find out that he doesn't have a great relationship with his father but she has had a great relationship with his parents since her parents passed away and his dad even talked her out of an engagement yay um he ends up being auctioned off for $3,500 because he flexed his muscles in a suit and who wouldn't want to bid on that uh she gets him to uh get better at skiing by helping him fall in love with skiing again getting out of his mind and just enjoying the slopes uh but he keeps uh feeling the pain in his knee uh we get to see he does some uh, rehab he uh, his buddy i guess is good at fixing the knees uh so he's able to give him some uh, some rehab stuff. Uh, we get to see Trevor Donovan line dance, and we're all better for it. And obviously that leads to a kiss because who can say no to those dance moves? Uh, Justin uh, decides that he wants to retire. He wants to move home. He wants to be with Kayla. Um, but she's like, uh, I was actually ready to go out on the road. Um, so uh, I don't know. Um, she then gets approached about taking a coaching job that would take her away from uh, her home and would make her leave before Justin's big race. Uh, He tells her, you have to do it. And she's like, I love you. I've always loved you. And he's like, I love me. I love you too. Um, They kiss one more time and off she goes. It's time for the big race. And he announces it's going to be my last one. We get a sick GoPro shot of him going down the slopes. And he has a great run and he wins the whole thing with a new course record. He's celebrating and he sees somebody. It's Kayla. She convinced her client, hey, how about you uproot your life and move to my town? And she says, okay. They kiss. He gets a gold medal. Everyone cheers. And that, my friends, was two Two for the win. win.
That's exactly Two for right. the win. Yeah. That's exactly right. We nailed it. We did it. Yes, we did. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. Uh, and we're, we're going to hear from some of our sponsors. And uh, we'll be right back after this. I like the Hallmark. You know, guys, it's a new year, it's a new us, and there are new movies on Hallmark. And if you're looking for a change or of how to be better or be more healthy, may I suggest starting with new deodorants? That's right. Native Deodorant, a longtime partner of our show, we love it, we trust it, is the best deodorant on the market. It has no parabens, no sulfates, none of that nasty garbage like aluminum that's really bad for your skin. It's all natural ingredients. And you know what? It actually works. It keeps you from sweating and keeps you from stinking. This is an easy change that you can make and you can do it right now from the comfort of your own home. Sure, you can go to Target and buy Native, but you can buy it on their, on their online and you can use our code and save even more money in the process. They have over 10 cents. You're going to find something that you love. They've been on the Today Show. This is a product that really does work and we're going to give you 20% off of your first order. You got to go to nativedo.com slash deck. Use the promo code DECK at checkout and get 20% off your first order. That's nativedeo.com slash DECK. Use the promo code DECK at checkout for 20% off your first order. Now's the time. Make the switch to Native. You'll thank me later. Oh, it's good to be back. It's good to be back. Uh, So good. We're talking about Two for the Win, um, the third of the New Year New Movie movies. And uh, we're going to break it down with four segments. The first being the hot take. It is where we share exactly how we felt about this movie. We do not hold back. And I got into a debate with somebody on on the internet who was trying to to throw lies out there about Panda, saying Panda gives soft takes, Panda gives cold takes, Panda's wishy-washy. And I said, don't you dare. Listen to the two for the one episode. And I think my point will be made for me. Panda, please make my point. Give us your hot take. Thanks for defending me, first of all, Brand. It's really nice that you're in my corner. The uh, it means a lot. It is. It's just, it, it really takes a toll on you. Mm-hmm, it really does. Mm-hmm. That's how I lost a lot of my hair. Uh, here's the deal. Uh, this movie is a lot of fun. I really liked it. I think that, here's the deal. Trevor Donovan, you get who you get with him. Like, he plays essentially the same kind of snarky, you kind of deadpan You did the same bit with Michael Reddy last week. You did the same right. bit last week. Same you said bit, you get right? what you get with him. You get what you get with these guys. Uh, but here's the deal. I do like his pairing this time with Kayla, uh, mainly because I think she she plays kind of a similar person in that regard. Like, she's also kind of snarky, uh, kind of deadpan in their delivery. I, like, I liked it. I thought they played well off each other. I think that this is maybe the most comfortable I've seen Trevor Donovan in a movie. He seemed like he was having a lot of fun. Uh, you could tell. I think he skis, and, and I think that maybe – he brought a little bit of that energy to that. And so, like, yeah, I I didn't necessarily have high hopes for this movie, but I was definitely excited about it, and it lived up to my expectation. I, I think I'm realizing I really like the winter movies um, because, for whatever reason, it seems like they're willing to take a little bit more risk with some of the plot lines uh, than what we normally get year-round. Uh, and, and they're not having to hit necessarily – the same identical tropes every single time. Like they're able to do stuff with skiing or hockey. And uh, it's kind of a refreshing change of pace, especially after, you know, the Christmas season where you get, you know, 40 uh, of a lot of the same type of movies that are hitting the same tropes. And so, yeah, I I like this one. It was a nice change of pace and uh, it it was a good one. 
Um, that was hot. That was hot. hot. Um, yeah, this is my favorite Trevor Donovan movie. I'll yeah. say that. Um, and yeah, I liked the pairing. I liked her a lot. I thought she was really, really fun. Um, and I, yeah, and I think that comfortability, uh, uh, Panda comes from his comfort on the slopes. It seemed like he Mm -hmm. was really enjoying, you know, kind of doing that again and kind of being, uh, in the shoes that he uh, was trying to go, like he was like going professionally and then he had an injury. And so, um, it was it was cool to see that and kind of know his story a little bit from talking to him and knowing that this is kind of fitting in with his story. Um, I would say you know like a, it dragged a little bit for me, um, but overall, yeah, I liked it. There was a lot of silly things that we'll get to, I'm sure, um, that just made me laugh. Um, and I don't know if like they wanted me to laugh, but I did. Um, and so it was one of those movies. It was it was fine. It's not my favorite of the season, but it is my favorite Trevor Donovan movie. Um, uh, Dan. You know, it's a bold move. Hallmark has released two original movies this year that have been made for this year because New Year's resolution is, does not count. Yes. And the two that they've released are, in fact, the same movie. Yeah. <laughs> they have a professional athlete yeah. going back and getting trained by the girl and trying to compete at their professional level again. Um, and neither are very good. This, I did think, was better than Taking a Shot at Love. I also thought it was better than New Year's Resolution. I, I think that a sports movie is such a natural fit for Hallmark because sports movies are formulaic as is. And so it's easy to kind of mesh those two together. I wish Hallmark knew a little bit more about sports. Having said that, Nina Wyman Smith, who Swift, who, who wrote the, uh, who wrote the screenplay, she's written numerous screenplays for Hallmark. I feel like they let her actually write a screenplay this time. Um, there's a lot of the girl really pushing back in this winning the ring toss, telling him what to do, tell like taking the job. Um, you know, Trevor Donovan definitely felt more at home. I would say that, but it just still was kind of sluggish. It was sluggishly paced. It wasn't really going anywhere. And, and I also, and this is a wait what too, but I, I really found it hard to believe that Charlotte Sullivan could take the job and stay in winter mountain. I don't think that that's possible. I don't think if you're a trainer of a professional athlete, you have to travel with that athlete to the events, especially if it's an individual sport, that is part of the job. And so that felt very unearned and disingenuous to me. It's the best of the Winterfest movies though. I'll give it that. I, I, I think Hallmark is, is uh, starting to tread on these waters where they're letting people take chances and experiment. And sooner or later with the right kind of combination and the right amount of deregulation from Hallmark, they may actually sneak around and make a good movie. This is not it, but it's the best of the season in my opinion. Yeah, I don't know. I think for me, I think it's the best of the ones that were made for this year. I like New Year's Resolution better, um, personally, but I think this one has a little bit of a leg up. Um, mainly, I think it, for me, it comes down to uh, chemistry and the pairing. Like, I like this pairing more than I liked Pandia Vega and McFarland, but that's just me. And then Panda liked Taking a Shot at Love the most. Yeah. So we're, we're Yeah, Taking a Shot at Love's one of the best movies that's ever been made anywhere, yeah. ever. Yeah. Anywhere. Yeah. Anywhere ever yeah. for any reason whatsoever. Uh, let's get to the feel, shall we? It's the part of the show we talk about what in this movie in particular gave us feelings. All of the feelings. Panda? You know, I I, I think that for me, I, I like the kiss. I thought that the kiss was good this time. Uh, 
a little aggressive, a little, little cute. Uh, you know, I, I, I think that was the best one. I don't know. A little aggressive, a little cute. A little aggressive, a little cute. You know, that's what people say about me. Aggressive that's and cute. A, yeah. Yeah, that was the that was how uh, people talked about you in high school. I mean, he's yeah. he's a little aggressive, but he's cute. So, <laughs> and he was homeschooled, so that was his mom talking. Ah, <laughs> uh, classic. Um, You're not was, wrong. Yeah, the the feels for me. You know, obviously. Dan, you're gonna get. You're gonna be like, okay, well, the ending. I, I listen. Yeah. I know we've seen the part a million times, but this yeah. particular part, I I really liked it. He got done, and he's not like I don't know. He he kind of sees her. It's not like a, a straight up part. It's like he sees her kind of in the back through through the people. So it's not like you know when the guy shows up and the crowd parts and he's got a microphone and he's like, here I am, baby. It's like he's celebrating and he and his eyes, you know, catch her eyes and then he's like, oh my gosh, she's here. So that worked for me seeing like the excitement. I will say once they kind of came together, it got a little awkward. There was like was a weird weird pause. Weird. That yeah. was a little wonky but the initial seeing and being like oh my gosh that that worked for me in this case yeah i think the part is uh, is actually weirdly enough for hallmark movies underused like we've all discussed how it works every time and they only use it like once every like eight or nine movies and and for the life of me if they're going to kiss at the end of all of these I would reinstitute the part for for as more more of a common occurrence in these movies because it it covers such a multitude of sins like the fact that she could possibly still be there and keep the job that that would never ever ever happen but you got the part and you got the eyes lock and it didn't like so but that was fine. like a, it was like a it was a part but like sub point two yeah. of it like it was yes. a different it was a i see and, you through a tiny crevice in the yeah. crowd and then the part and happens. then the part happens because yeah. he walks um, through it to get to her I, so i didn't have any i mean you know i didn't have any huge feels uh the mid-movie kiss is still new enough to where i liked it but aside from i did laugh i got one legit laugh out loud and this girl needs a shout out and i don't even remember her i didn't look up her name because she only has one line but when they're auctioning off trevor uh, yeah. there's, there's one girl who is getting very excited about this possibility and she goes 3000 and then she goes 3,500 and they said, you bid against yourself. And she just says it's for the kids. And yeah. that line made me laugh. Like it legitimately, I got a chuckle out of me when she's like, it's for the, that's the reason I bid against myself is because it's for the kids. And I, I thought that was a funny line. So God bless you. You nailed it. That was my feels. Yeah, I love it. I love it. And we're going to talk more about that scene here shortly. Oh, there's uh, so many wait what's in that scene. There's no doubt me. about it. Uh, can't wait to talk about it. We're going to take a quick break. Uh, we'll come back. We'll do the wait what's here on Back to Hallmark. Yes, yes, yes. We're back. Mm, Thank God. So good. Thank yeah. God, Thank uh, God that we're back. Uh, stuff in the way. What was the part of the show we talk about? What this movie made us go? Wait, what? Panda. Uh, so he's in a hot yoga studio and he's working on his balance. Now, keep in mind, he's a professional skier. He's getting ready for a major competition in less than a week. And I got to be honest, he has balance as bad as I do uh, <laughs> in that scene. And that's concerning for me as somebody who's getting ready to be uh, literally in a major competition 
that's just my first like he he's not ready he's just not right for the slopes no uh the second thing Doc is Panda listen, with his uh with his prognosis there not ready for the listen, slopes guys as a as a skier myself yes. uh who's gone down the slope multiple times uh big the the big the big ones with uh diamonds and stuff yeah i, I could tell you he's not ready he's not ready he's not ready uh, i thought the same thing in that clip it, it was it wasn't even a hot yoga, yoga studio neither here nor there the guy cannot balance on his leg. That's not a good sign the week of a competition. Not, <laughs> like not them calling good. it sweaty yoga. Yeah, like, Is hot yoga trademarked? Like, I thought it was, like, universally known as hot well, yoga. Well, she Why? said, and she said Bikram, which is a very specific type of hot yoga. It, and it just was weird that they didn't say hot sweaty yoga. Sweaty yoga. Yeah, it was not okay. Uh, sweaty yoga. No, don't like it. Don't um, like it. The, 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 the auction itself. Okay, so... This is a black tie event, clearly upscale auction, raising money for scholarships, those kind of things. And the auction prices, hear me out, are laughably low for a black tie event. The highest that they've ever made is $3,500 at one of these events. Uh, it just, it, it seemed kind of preposterous to me that they're supposedly raising a ton of money at these things when really it seemed like they were all like, I mean, relatively low prices. I was just concerned about how much money they're actually raising for the kids for an event that seemed very nice. Yeah. 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 And then, and then finally, uh, the editing on some of these things were a little odd for one, uh, for instance, one time his uh, dad comes at the very bottom of the slope, he comes on, he comes up to his son and he says, Hey, how are you doing? And when he, Trevor Donovan comes down, he's clearly in a helmet. When it cuts to him, helmet's gone. Like, it's just not there anymore. And you don't see him take it off. There's several times in this movie where literally his lips don't move and there's a dub over. This happens in every Hallmark movie, but it was a little bit more, I don't know, egregious in this movie. It just seemed like there was more of those instances. But overall, listen, guys, I, I hate to say it. This almost gets a, a stamp of airtightness. Big airtight. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> Yeah, oh, no, right. I agree. I, there was a, quite a few editing things that uh, were. Uh, Do you feel like it was worse in this movie it, than others? Like, I feel they, like it was worse. There here. are five shots of the slopes to transition between what's three scenes. Like at one point, it's like every three minutes they're showing the slopes and it's, but I don't, they didn't know how to transition. And so they just kept showing a picture of the slopes. Yeah. I don't understand it. Hey, get that, get that slope shot. You know, the one, um, <laughs> The, I love the, slope shots. Me too. Uh, I got a couple. Uh, one is he is he watching red carpet footage from a previous year's award show? Yeah, 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 yeah. He's yeah. watching red carpet coverage mm. from a previous year. I understood it was the same year. He just was watching it when he got home, which I thought was like he DVR'd the red carpet coverage oh. to watch himself. Uh, either either way, the reason why I the reason why I thought that it was a previous year is because right after they show it, they show um, a trophy of that award show from 2018. Yeah, this yeah, is clearly 20. So either yeah. either way, he's watching red carpet footage, and that's yes, yes. Who's doing that? Um, 
I'm amazed at uh, how much uh, clapping sounds like clapping when everyone's wearing gloves in this movie. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of clapping, and it sounds like clapping, but it doesn't sound like, you know, like this, like it would sound with, with gloves. It just sounds like skin to skin. And good on them. Um, so uh, towards the end of this movie, the girl who's hiring her to coach her shows up in a car, is waiting. She gets out of her seat, okay? Comes and talks to her. She says, you ready? And uh, Kayla's like, yeah, I'm ready. They go to the car. Kayla takes her seat. Yep. Takes her boss's seat. Says, oh, yeah, you open the door for me. I'm going to sit where you were sitting. Thanks for getting it warm for me, the coach. (laughs) Um, Why is it so foggy at the bottom of the slopes and not even a lick (laughs) of fog at the top of the slopes? It's a reverse situation. It's what it is. (laughs) You're you're skiing skiing upward. At the top of the mountain, it's crystal. There's not many clouds up there. But once you get down to the bottom of the slopes, then it gets a little uh, dice, a little muggy. Um, and I just want to talk to Hallmark really quick because I feel like Hallmark, I want, I want to give two examples of this year where Hallmark is testing the water on being a little bit more racy for Hallmark and how I would like for them to just go ahead and dive in if they're going to do this, okay? So last week, New Year's resolution, Amy Teagarden, two-piece swimsuit. The reason yep. it stuck out to me is the only other time we've seen a swimsuit on Hallmark, it was a one-piece. And Dan and I had this conversation, like, can they not with the rating that they want, yeah. can they not do a two-piece? So two-piece, this week we see an advertisement of Trevor shirtless That's flexing. Right. Yeah. Who doesn't want that? <laughs> this is all I'm going to say, Hallmark. If you're going to, if you want to kind of dip your toes and get a, just a little bit racier, when you're doing the scene with the auction and they ask him to do the flex from the commercial, if Trevor Donovan is not ripping off his suit, jacket, and his shirt to give the people the flex from the ad, Come on, guys. Yeah. It, it's just, you, you set it up. This is this big moment. Everyone's there to see the show. They ask for the shot. You better rip that shirt off, T-Dog. Panda, Panda has already established that it's not nearly as high class an auction as we were led to believe. I think no. Trevor Donovan would be welcomed at something like absolutely. that. Absolutely. I, I, I just was like, oh, my gosh, he's going to do it. He's going to rip the shirt off. No. Just do I will tell you from experience, do it. it doesn't play as well as you think. <laughs> do you think that might have something to do with you and less to do with, uh, like, like if Trevor Donovan does it, it might work a little bit better? Yeah, I would, I would say that's uh, accurate. <laughs> I, I would say that maybe that, that has something to do with it. So that's just me. I, I mean, maybe it's just me. Like no, I know it's just everybody, you, I everybody yeah. likes to squeaky clean Hallmark, and it's fine. It's just something I've noticed, and I'd like, you know, you set it up. That's all yeah. I'm saying. You gave us one shirtless yeah. T-Dog. You put the ball in the tee, knock it out Give of the Give us park. another shirtless T-Dog. Come on. Yeah. Uh, um, how is Wyatt not a doctor yet? How? Well, how? This guy is at least 35 based upon the math they've given us. What has he been doing for 15 years that he cannot somehow get become an official doctor? And... Since we know he's not a doctor because he makes it clear he's four months away, what's he doing right now? Like, what in the world? This character does not make any sense at all to me. He's the only, like, real leading cast member that's a person of color, and they named him Wyatt. 
first of all. Second of all, he's been working on getting a doctorate and not like a, you know, neuros, pediatric neurosurgeon. He's been working for 15 years and all he knows how to do is ultrasound a knee. Like I, th- this character, I just don't get it. I don't understand what they're going for here. It makes zero sense to me at all. And next, I want to get this straight. Um, she has a foundation that raises money for scholarships for the underprivileged children of Winter Mountain. Yeah. <laughs> so, so <laughs> I just I need to know. Like, it looks like it's just a bunch of mansions around a ski slope and a lodge. Where where are all these underprivileged children? Like, is is Winter Mountain like bifurcated and there's a really bad part of town? That, that has underprivileged children in winter because winter mountain seems like it's a tourist destination. It doesn't seem like there's a lot of underprivileged children that live in winter mountain. Um, so go ahead. I was just going to say, when you get around the mountain, there's a big drug issue. Yeah. 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 Huge drug issue. So, other side of the mountain. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. That's snow mountain. Wink, wink. That's what that know. is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that was a good one, Dan. Good joke. Oh man, if Rig likes it, we need to stop it. Uh, Trevor is on the bunny slopes with the kiddos. Yeah. And they all go down the bunny slopes and he's the last to go. And there's some poor kid that has fallen and cannot get up. And Trevor just coasts on by him and doesn't help him at all. It's just like, oh, you're struggling there. All right. And he just keeps going. Like, just like, sorry, kiddo, that you couldn't make it down the bunny slopes and you're caught in your skis. I'm going to leave you to it. I've got big skiing to do. Yeah. Um, nice work, Trevor. Way to go, buddy. Um, <laughs> at one point, there's a wide shot of the slopes, and it has zero skiers on it except one skier who is skiing directly into the trees. And, and I, I just don't, <laughs> I didn't see that. I don't know why that is a thing, but it is. Can we talk ring toss momentarily? The way I have understood it, and Panda, you're more of a carnival expert um, than I am, that the ring toss is designed to see if you can actually get the ring on the stick and usually get three or five throws. What they're doing here is a timed competition where they're literally throwing at the same time, fast and furious, as many rings as they possibly can. I don't understand the goal. Like, what? Like, how, how could you possibly keep track or stop from hitting each other with the rings? Uh, it, I don't think it's a real game, Dan. <laughs> you don't think it's a real game? I don't think it's a real one. How dare they throw a fake game in speed, there? Speed ring. Speed ring is what I, it's called. I, I mean, I kind of like speed ring. I think it's an enhanced version of regular ring toss, personally. I think it's the superior version. Speed ring is the wave of the future. Yeah. That's also on the other side of the mountain. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. Dude, oh, I my first experience with speed ring. <laughs> Never again, I said. Never again. Never again. You, get, you, get out but of then you kept doing it every yeah. weekend. Yeah, speed ring just keeps you in that loop, baby. You can't get out of it. Man, the drug talk has been really through the roof in this episode. We should we should zoom more often. Um, <laughs> you, think, you think it's a one to one zoom to drug? Uh, no, is, is that's why? Not. Yeah, I think maybe. Who knows? Um, it's because Riggs right there giving you the. the that's bits, right. He's Dan. feeding me. He's feeding me in here, and that's a problem for sure. Um, I just want to make sure I'm clear. His parents line dance every morning. Just figured I'd throw that out there so we're all on the same page. His parents line dance every morning. And when they're that's, not uh, that's you're saying that's weird. Yeah, yeah. I'm saying that that's weird and no one does that. Uh 
But when his parents aren't line dancing, you know what they're doing? They're walking amidst a dance, checking on their mid 30 something children. That's what they're doing. Um, They're coming up to these grown adults while they're dancing and putting their head in between their shoulders to go, Hey, take care of her. It's a weird bit guys. It's a weird bit. That's not okay. Um, And talk about a terrible father. This dad had a lucky pin he wore for all of his races. And then he watched his son race for 15 years and never gave him the pin. Didn't give it to him till the last race of his career. How? Well, you, you know, uh, you gotta, you gotta make, you know, I've always said this, you gotta make your kids earn it. And uh, you're saying he didn't earn it until that point. He didn't earn it until that gold moment. medal, world champion, just didn't earn it until the the winter class. Yes, because you can have, you can win all the awards, get all the gold medals, but if your relationship with your papa is in flux, you got nothing. Yeah. Amen. 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 You you said it. Uh, one more. Uh, she has this meeting with this girl that wants to hire her as a coach, and she wants to talk to Trev Don right away. And so, what does she do? Does she get out her cell phone? Quick text. Does she call him? No. She rushes back to her office and uses the corded phone at her office. That is what she does. That's her way of handling the situation. I got to talk to Trevor right away. What's the quickest way to communicate with him? It's going back to my office, picking up the corded office phone and dialing his number that I know by heart. That is the quickest way to get in touch with this guy. I don't, that scene is one of the biggest wait what's I've in a year of. Wow. It is. Think about she's talking with this girl and then she decides she wants to talk with Trevor and she she doesn't get like she just walks back to her office and gets her corded cell phone or corded telephone or landline out. Like what what is that about? Never seen that one before. It's again, right. it, oh, no, it comes down to the mountain. It once the sun goes down, the service goes out. And so you need to be corded. You need to be corded. Sundown ser- service out. I got yeah, you. That's exactly right. But Trevor's service worked perfect because he was on a cell phone. He's uh, he's on T-Mobile. T-Mobile. That's the key. Yeah. Hey, hey, T-Mobile. <laughs> <laughs> give, us, give us that. Give us that deal. Promo um, code deck at checkout. That's right. Uh, <laughs> it's time for what the hallmark. It's the part of the show where we wonder what could have been. Maybe happen. Give some questions to answers to the questions that we still have. Give some clarity to the questions we still have. I'm what are you home. even I'm doing? Different... What are you even doing? Okay, so what you don't know is whenever I give do that whole spiel, Tracy's sitting there with a cue card. <laughs> and without that, I have I I can't do it. So So Tracy's not there with the cue card for you, Tracy right now, refuses Brent? to work unless she gets to be in the studio with all with Brandon. That's that's the rule. Wow. That's right. What are you doing, Trace? What are you I thought you weren't there? <laughs> I'm not here. I'm a figment. I'm a, you're a figment? Yes. Okay. All right. Red? Must, I had some figment one time. <laughs> uh, Panda, what the hallmark? Yeah. Uh, so my thing is Trevor's retiring, and clearly he's still got it. He breaks the course record. He's still crushing it. But now what? Like, he's he's gone back, and they kind of lead it open. What is he planning on doing now, like, is he going to be coaching? Is he going to like take over the so, slopes from his parents? Did they clarify that? I have some thoughts. And the most exciting part of this movie to me is the possible, I never want a sequel to anything, but imagine three years from now, Trev's been out of the game. A new skiing villain 
comes on the slopes. Trev comes out of retirement. Yeah. Rocky Balboa style. Love and, it. And gets back on the slopes in two for the three for the win is what it's called. Um, and he comes back and he does it again. That's the only thing I could possibly Kayla, Kayla actually did have to go somewhere. She comes back to train him. Yeah. 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 I yeah, could yeah. not be more in on this plot point. I'm, I'm love it. You're a genius. <laughs> Um, I have two at the homeworks. So if you guys will give me the room, I have two um, as well, Brand. So okay. I'll give you the room. Okay. So one is I I need to know about the woman who bid thirty five hundred dollars. Yeah. She uh, obviously has money to blow. Um, she obviously uh, cannot uh, say no to a man flexing his muscles through a suit jacket. He, she can't say no to that. She's very taken aback. She's very flustered and she has $3,500 to blow. I want to know more about her. And lastly, um, him and Kayla at one point are in a restaurant. Kids begin to come up and ask for an autograph. He gets through all the kids except one. No, there's two. There's two. I thought it was like a, a, okay, there's two. And he says to them, I'll get to you. uh, I promise. Yeah. I think that there was a longer line, but the, the can the, the camera was not doing what it should have done there. Okay. I I just want to know what came with that kid, because that has to, that has to real be a bummer because he's at it and you, you finally made it. And he's like, I'll get to you. I promise. Did he ever get to, um, uh, I gotta know. I gotta know. Yeah, uh, that has to real be a bummer is what you yeah, said. Yeah, has to real be sure a bummer. Um, <laughs> I have two, and they're both about other skiers. Um, first, can we talk about Nancy Sieber? That's the skier that hires Charlotte Sullivan at the end of this movie. Why isn't she skiing in the Winter Classic? She's, is, too, she's too good. She's just there to hang? I think it's an all-boys only. So it's an only male. Oh, yeah. look, if we happen to talk to the rider, we're going to get to the bottom of that. There's no way this is an only guys skiing event. There's no way. No girls allowed is what the tagline of yeah. the, uh, the summit. <laughs> and then, yeah. Winter classic. No girls allowed. Uh, and then second of all about Nancy Sieber, is she from France? They say in the movie, we've got to go to Zurich and then we've got to go to her home in France. What, why is she's clearly like American or Canadian. maybe that's where the best training is. Like, but, so she lives there. I, I'm just curious. She just lives yeah. in France, she Possibly. Can't fly, but now she's going to train at winter mountain. <laughs> so as you would, the, yeah. the skiing at winter mountains, second then, to none. Second of all, and I, I can't believe they had the gall, the audacity to put this line in there and think I wouldn't question it. Why aren't we talking more about Lars Edmund? Lars Edmund doesn't get a line in this movie, but before he skis, here's what the announcer says. Lars has the most first place finishes in the history of this event. The most. More than Trevor Donovan, more than anyone. How is this guy just on the back burner? I mean, Lars Edmund is just not getting the due that he deserves. How is Lars not the favorite? Come How on. is it that Timothy, Timothy Chalamet knockoff over there? He's <laughs> just like, hey, hey, guys, he's the yeah. favorite. Yeah, good gracious. I didn't, I didn't get it. I didn't understand. 
Yeah, no, 100%. Uh, we did, everybody. Congratulations. Congratulations. Um, we got two more winter movies to go. And then yeah. it's Love Ever After, everybody. Love Ever After. Mm. Very excited. Um, oh, gosh, I, I'm very excited. There's a few movies in the Love Ever After that I'm especially uh, excited about, uh, which, I, I mean, I hope we do a preview show about it. I mean, I don't know can, why we would. One can, well... <laughs> I thought you were going to say wouldn't <laughs> for sure. <laughs> <laughs> kind of took me aback. Um, hey guys, it's time it's for the double decker. Of the, it's kind of the double decker of the week. It's the part of the show where we uh, dive into the life of a double decker. Panda, he ha- he just has an in with Google. I don't even know how to explain it anymore. Uh, he has that in. Yeah. He does the deep dive. He has the best information. Uh, I can't wait to hear who we have today. Dan? Danielle Squadrito. Danielle. Danielle. Yeah, Danielle is, uh, how do I say this? Uh, she's into big spectacles. That's the best way of saying it. Is it glasses? Yeah, yeah, the biggest. What it might be. Yeah, big spectacles. Does uh, she have she, a store called some, Big Spectacles? No, no, no. She just collects the biggest spectacles. She is the world's largest uh, big spectacle collection. Okay. Anything like You should fun? go see it. Big one. She makes it uh, available for people to just go and see? Like in a yeah, oh, absolutely. You can okay, go so there. She does have a store of sorts with big spectacles. No, no, no. She doesn't charge, Dan. You just walk through. It's a free museum of big eyewear. Yeah, massive. Donations optional. Oh, yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah, we yeah, do so it for the kids. Love offering at the door. Love, yeah. yeah. Uh, can I ask you this? What qualifies as big in yeah. the spectacle world? Oh, well, so there's a little bit of debate, and I don't want to get into too much of the nuance here, Brand, because, you, you know. You don't people with numbers. I can tell you Yeah, that you right don't. Uh, yeah. But, you know, they're, they're, early, early, early reviews are saying 12, 12 and up. 12 inches? What? 12 or more. Yeah. Okay. Twelve inches. Yeah, sure. Yeah, that's that's what I've heard. That's big. That's, that's a, a foot. Big, that's a foot. That's, that's a, a big that's spectacle. A cl- that's a clown. A clown eyewear. Yeah, that's big. Those are big spectacles. There's no doubt. Those about are it. big spectacles. <laughs> Does yeah. anybody actually wear those? Like, actually, like people out and about. Yeah, yeah. People who have larger heads, and then obviously people who just want to be in style. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's it's sweeping the nation, Brian. Sweeping um, the nation. Well, big thank you to uh, Danielle. 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 Yeah. I knew. I was just uh, seeing yeah, 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 so yeah, good. Yeah. Uh, and uh, if you want to get your own story uh, one day, eventually down the road, uh, you sign up for BrimbleJamPlus.com. Um, not only are you going to get a story, you're going to get all the shows completely ad free, um, and you're not going to regret it. That's no. that is what I'm hearing. You're not going to regret it. Yep, won't regret it. There's that one guy, he regret it. But yeah, we don't, we don't talk about him. We don't talk about no. him. Uh, we will be back tomorrow with another exciting episode, maybe another mail episode. Oh, oh hey. yeah. People love the mail, but they I love the not. mailbag. Uh, we'll be back next week. Until then, may, Barry, may we be the first wish? <laughs> Without the cue cards, I'm lost. I'm lost. You have nothing going right now. May we be Boy. the first to wish you a Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. Pick the Hallmark is a Bramble Jam podcast. It's produced by Brandon Gray and presented by Friendly TV. Our lovely set is decorated by Plum Home Decor. You can check them out at plumonmain.com. For more information on Bramble Jam podcast, go to bramblejampodcast.com. And to hear every Bramble Jam podcast ad-free, go to bramblejamplus.com.